0: You're listening to the Simple Growth Podcast, the show that helps business owners get their life back. Here's your host, Mike Callahan.
1: The SA Weekly Talk Show. Mike Callahan here with my co-host, Cody Owen, in the Lawn Care Millionaire's studio. We've got our special guest, Chris Volpe. Uh, Looks like he's hanging right across the hall in the coat closet at SA there. (laughs) What's going on, Chris? He's got the big boy microphone. Uh, Cody and I are feeling a little envious, um, at least myself over here, Uh, but we're going to going to be talking about uh, training and different ways to train for success in your business and uh, how to train for success and implement successful strategies of implementing uh, new employees and uh, basically past employees or employees that been around uh, to acclimate them to essay and how to actually train for success in the system. Um, Chris is the uh, training manager over at Service Autopilot, has a background in business management college degree and um, that, so he comes with a wealth of knowledge. I know he has a very uh, – tedious schedule. So I appreciate uh, Chris coming on and spending some time with us. Uh, Chris, if if people haven't met you um, at one of the uh, SA regional events or at the SA office, if you want to uh, just, if you wouldn't mind, give us a little background on yourself um, and kind of your scope at SA, how you
0: got in there and um, the different things you do for the members. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, And and even though they put me in the coat closet, they did give me the good microphone. So thanks for that, guys. I appreciate it. Um, so I've been at Service Autopilot for about three years now. Um, I came in actually in in development, which is shocking. I, I don't I don't know how that happened. Um, but I got to work with development for a little while, and then from there I went to support. I went to sales. I went to launch, and then I went over to training. So i I've, I've I'm pretty much established in training. And I love it. I love talking to our our new members. I love talking to our current members. I love talking to new employees. Um, it's very personable. So I, I've had a really unique experience, uh, you know, going around Service Autopilot. Um, I've also had a unique experience on how I got here. I was a I was a healthcare consultant for uh, many years. I uh, worked with the federal government and state governments and and hospitals. Uh, so from there. I went and opened up a, a coffee shop uh, and I managed a whole bunch of people. That, that's why everyone knows that I'm, I'm the coffee guy. That's why we have really good coffee here at Service Autopilot. So if you ever visit us, come to an in-house training, know that you're drinking really, really good coffee. Um, we also have folders too, if that's your preference. Whatever floats your boat.
2: If you so like I, not
0: drinking coffee, you can you can drink not coffee. That's fine. If, if you like drinking coffee... <laughs> folgers I, I don't know no no hey hey what, what hey whatever whatever you like that's 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 cool that's cool with us um but you know with that i was able to you know interview hire on train um it must have been 20 25 employees at the coffee shop because it was it was a pretty big it was actually a restaurant slash coffee shop um and so you know i got a lot of hands on practical Experience. I, I learned a lot from that. I I did a lot of stuff that worked well, and I did a lot of stuff that did not work well. Um, so I've I've definitely learned through through failing. Um, that's something else that I feel is is preached over here at Service Autopilot. Is just go try something, go go do something, uh, fail at it, and and what did you learn from it? And that is going to be your best teacher. Um, so with all of that background that kind of brought me to my spot here in the training department um, and it's been rocking and rolling ever since we got we've just got an amazing training team um, and I'm really excited for what the future holds what, what we see in the in the horizon
1: yeah I know there's a lot of stuff going over to SA just constantly changing new things that you're training to uh, one thing I just picked up is before we really dive into the potatoes of this thing is uh, you talked about being experienced in all different facets of the business now, if we have a, a new SA member or even existing SA member, uh, before they go out and start training their team members, would you, would you suggest they become an expert or as close as possible as an expert, each portion of the actual system before they train, uh, someone else did it. Um, what would be your, your approach to, uh, someone coming in and being a new member at SA or trying to de- learn these new features Would the business owner, business manager, become that expert and then actually train that, what would be your approach, um, to get the most out of the system and, and have success right out the gate?
0: Yeah, so first of all, I would pick your best communicator. Um, so if that is you, the business owner, and you can communicate really well with your team, then absolutely do that. We've got, we've got classes out there, you can come and train with us in person, um, and then you can take that back to your business. Um, that we, we've seen a lot of people do that and that's been really successful. Some people, some business owners will, will send their operations manager um, or even um, just someone who works in the office all day and they have their hands in, in all of the different jars. Um, so recognize, because so much of it is just communicating. So recognize who is your best communicator um, and then have that person Take the time to learn the system. Watch our classes. Watch our how-to videos. Um, call support. Do your one-on-ones. A lot of people don't know that. Whenever you sign up with Service Autopilot, you get two one-on-ones with your with your membership. Um, and I can't tell you how many people haven't utilized those. That that's that's a one-hour training session, a one-on-one training session with a trainer over here with Scott. Most people most people know Scott. Uh, Brian Minter, most people know him, Joe Herbacek, who went from support. So he's got, uh, amazing insight of of the system. So utilize that. Um, but just listen to Joe's lovely, just a hint of Minnesota accent. (laughs) If
2: I was going to pick someone for a one-on-one, I want to listen to Joe's voice for an hour.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. He's got that like really deep, perfect video voice. That's why he's been recording so many videos over here is because it's just like, it's so pleasant to listen to. I just like listening to it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so anyway, um, so recognize your best communicator and have them spend the time because you are going to have to spend some time learning the system. Um, we're constantly trying to think about ways to make it easier and easier how to learn the system. Um, but, but figure out whose strength that is to communicate that back to the rest of your team. and, And that will be, that will be really successful.
1: Awesome. And, and, and kind of diving into that, Chris, in, in, our, in the SA Weekly Talk Show, we like to peel back the layers. So uh, great advice, addressing the person that needs to be able to communicate this with um, the individuals on your team. Now, as that individual that's communicating the training, uh, do you have any advice around, uh, should they approach it as if they already know the system and they're really uh, in tune to what's going on? Or do they approach it as... Um, Maybe they don't know anything about the system. So it's a back and forth communication. So, not making assumptions um, that, hey, well, this is the A next to the client's name is the auto assist. Well, when automations came out, I made that mistake mistake myself because I know on my team, A, I talk too fast. (laughs) A a lot of times I make assumptions. uh, Where Lori is a certified advisor with Simple Growth, um, Lori is a really slow talker. She acts and listens to people. And and, in that, it seems to be a really great benefit because she's not making any assumptions. So um, do you have any, and you've done a lot of training obviously internally and externally um, in the SA office there. What's the best way for somebody training someone to approach that? I and mean, is, is there a mindset uh, along with that skill set, or is there maybe a checklist? What, what are we looking at as a process and system to systematically train someone uh, to make sure they're set up for success from day one. And we're not breezing past something that we think they should know or, or they don't know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's a good question. Um, well, whenever you're, whenever you're training your employees on, on the, on the software, um, you don't have to, you don't have to pretend like you're the expert. Um, even over here, uh, if I can pull back the curtain just a little bit, I don't, it's kind of risky. Um, but, um, you know, people will call support, um, or a trainer and say, Hey, can the system do this or the system can do, can, can the system do that? And you know what? We've got to go test it out, and so that's one of the reasons why our support team is so awesome, and our trainers are so awesome, is because people are asking us questions. So if you kind of take that same mindset with training your employees, um, you know they they're gonna they're gonna look at the system with a different view. Um, and so you being the business owner or whoever's listening to this, they're gonna approach the system with one mindset, and that is. Invaluable, um, and then you're going to have the people who are actually going to use the system day to day, or your field technicians, or uh, the person in your office who's dispatching or doing the invoicing, and they're going to they're going to ask their questions, and it's totally fine to say I don't know if the system does that. Let's test it out, um, and and that's something that we tell we tell all of our members to do is is create a test account. Um, sorry, not a test account, create a test client um, that has your email, um, that has, um, you know, you, you'll you dispatch a job, complete it, invoice it. You can always zero out the dollar amount so it doesn't uh, mess with your books or anything like that. Um, but by allowing people to ask questions and then you testing it out together, that's only just going to solidify both of, of, of y'all's knowledge in the system uh, even more someone hearing instructions about how to do something
2: will remember like 30% of what they heard versus if you have them sit down and you're like, okay, this is how you do it. So they're hearing it. And then you're having them click through it and do it on this test client. They're going to remember so much more of that. But then also like, Chris, how many times do you have to train someone on something before they're actually competent in it?
0: Oh man, that is a great question, Cody. And I might just have a graphic here that explains it. You showed me a prop before we started (laughs) So we actually talked about this in our podcast, and it's yep. this sticky note right here. I keep this sticky note on my desk to remind me how many times I need to teach someone uh, a new concept. And so let me explain this real quick. Um, so you'll see that the graph starts here, and it goes, it goes up. Um, and so the very first time you teach it, that's that first point. After that, there's a drop-off. Um, and that drop-off is pretty significant. That means that whatever you teach your employee, your new employee, they're going to forget probably 90% of it. That's just the way that the human brain works. Um, the next time you teach them, there is, you go, you, they they remember what you taught them and then they learn a little bit more. But guess what? There's another drop-off. And then finally, the it happens a third time and the third time it happens, the drop off is uh, the least amount, meaning that they retain more, they're able to apply it more, um, they, they understand the theory behind it more. So all that to say that that super complicated sticky note graph is if you teach someone something three times, it's going to stick um, so much better than if you just Tell them once, or you tell them too quickly. Um, and just by the way, I got this from this book, The Ultimate Sales Machine, and this is one of Jonathan Potosnik's favorite books. So it's a it's a fantastic read. It's an easy read, um, and you can. So I mean, that was a that was a training concept that I got from The Ultimate Sales Machine. So it goes over so much more than just becoming, uh, you know, a, a, a great salesperson.
2: So we've been kind of talking in the realm of like teaching new employees service autopilot. Uh, But that principle that you're talking about works, whether you're teaching someone how to use software or if you're teaching them how to clean a house or to mow a lawn, operate some new equipment like that, that principle translates across all of those things. Right. Anytime you're teaching someone how to do something.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, Have them have them shadow, see something three times or something is explained three times, sit down, show them a document of uh, procedures of how your company operates uh, and, and sh- tell them that three times. Um, in fact uh, that, you know, that kind of leads into another thing too. Um, Mike, you mentioned this earlier, just, just assuming that someone understands something, you can't assume that um, just, just because it's something that you know to do, you cannot assume that they know how to do it so um, you have to you have to over explain you have to clarify you have to run the risk of being redundant or or explaining something that they already know um, because even if they say, yeah yeah, I know that um, even if they did know that now they know that that's part of your company's philosophy. Um, so take the time to explain your, your procedures. Um, and the easiest way to do that is, is to write it down, sit with them and, and go over it. And if you can, I know that sounds a lot, but if you can go over it three times, it's going to stick.
1: Yeah. And I I can't agree with you more. Uh, one of the biggest things in, in leadership training I've been investing a lot of time and money into lately is, um, and I've been trying to practice it you know, what they've been teaching is if your employees are not finishing your sentences, you are not being repetitive enough. Um, so right down to your company vision, uh, your core values, if you're not preaching things so many times that they can finish your sentence, uh, there's a good chance you're not being repetitive enough. And I think three, at least on a minimal, is a magic number. Um, Cody, if you wouldn't mind it, just throwing it up on the screen that the ultimate sales machine, the uh, author there is Chet Holmes. If uh, anybody's interested in, in that you know, resource, um, I haven't seen it myself that's something I want to check out, but if you know Jonathan and Chris are saying that's a, a great book to uh, dive into, that's something I would recommend. Um, I've seen it before, just haven't picked it up. Um, but but Cody, and I think Cody hit on a great point too: is uh, this isn't necessarily just for training on essay. This is more across the business as a whole. Um, I was out in the field getting dirty uh, yesterday doing some training with the guys and girls on on the mowing crew. And as a business owner and a leader, um, even though if I'm working maybe three. To ten hours at most in my business on a weekly basis, I still think it's important for the, the owner to get in the trenches occasionally and train um, right on the ground level. And, and this this hits home because it was you know did, just did yesterday. We about, any, did we get any
2: video of you
1: you mowing? <laughs> I could share some links of last year in a rainstorm. It was uh, less. I'd like to see that. Uh, but the kid was out there. We uh, it, we actually we just had a crazy morning here at Callahan's. We had a, a truck actually catch on fire. Everybody Whoa. was good. Oh. But, um, yeah, hood up, flames flying. And uh, to the team's credit, we had another truck out there replacing it within the hour, and they disconnected the trailer. Truck didn't fare so well, but it was a uh, little, little morning chaos. So, so if anybody's watching this, you're in the thick of the spring. Um, I don't care if you're itty bitty or several million dollars or Jonathan size over at City Turf. These things happen, so keep that in mind. The spring is just a hustle and a grind. Uh, but hey, back to-
2: Mike, next time you have something catch on fire, can you lead with that in the video? That seems like a good way to keep people watching. <laughs> well, we, could, we could definitely uh, lead. Well,
1: hopefully we don't have any more things catching on fire outside of the fire pit outside the house, but if we have another vehicle catch on fire, we'll get some videos and some screenshots of it.
0: Uh, so don't they, don't they say uh, all pub is good pub? So even though your, your truck was on fire, did it have your logo on it?
1: It, yes, it was lettered nicely. It might oh, have been man. peeling off the sides, but it was there.
0: So uh, we actually had a, at an in-house training. We had someone who said that they had a guy. It's it's super unfortunate, but he got he got in a car accident. Um, it was one of his trucks, and everyone was fine. But he said that the next day he got like ten new clients because people were stopping, rubbernecking, and looking at and seeing like what happened here, and then they saw the logo and they're like, oh yeah, I need my i need, I need my lawn mode love
1: it. Um, so back back to the, the in, in the field training with, with the guys and girls on that and that mowing crew. Um, and we soon forget and it's kind of like you know it all and, and you forget so you really need to put yourself in that perspective employees uh, that you're training uh, shoes and it, it was it was almost funny because uh, we've done it so many times over 24 years that we forget but it was literally the first four or five lawns the gentleman got the system. He was good A couple lawns we sat back, let him do his thing. We got to lunch totally forgot everything he learned except maybe where to start. So we had to start all over the whole process system. Where do you start? Where do you park the truck? Um, I peeled off obviously at that point, but the gentleman running the crew was still continuing the training at that point. By the time they got to almost the second to last house, uh, about 60 to 75% of what we taught was there. But the other 25%, I think he left at the fast food joint that we must've stopped at. So Uh we need to be consistently, consistently just ingraining it in their heads and then, uh, what we did is we went back out and the same guy running that crew started literally fresh the next day uh, from, from right from the first step and went through it again. But by lunch, a little after lunch, the second day, the guy was probably 80 to 70, 80, maybe 85% efficient, uh, but it's that repetitiveness. So mm-hmm. once it sets in, I think we need it as trainers. And I think Chris, you nailed it. Uh, we need to just be cognizant that they're going to suck back down. They're going to build them back up and they're going to suck back down. Um, so that yep. as a trainer, I think that is, a, a major thing and if you're diving into a lot of the more complex things and I say once you, you build your foundation as far as like automation or um, different dispatching and optimizing routes uh, that is something I think in my opinion needs to be trained either on a monthly or quarterly basis maybe you bring your team together and have a, have a, a learning session maybe every other Friday or something for a half hour and just reteach these things um, It just seems to be so important especially like if you're building a master route out, or schedule, Um, those are certain things that you're not going to hit for eight to 12 months. So, you know, you remember the heat of the moment right before the spring, but man, you forget about it when it's time to reset those things. Um, So keep, you know, keep that in mind as well, I I would say.
2: Cody, go ahead. Uh, I want to pose a question to both of you guys. So Chris, with your uh, experience, training, and then Mike, with your experience in the industry, uh, I see this attitude a lot because I'm in all of the like lawn care and cleaning Facebook groups and all of that. And I see this attitude a lot where they're like, should I fire this employee? And then a lot of times it, it boils down to like, I told him how to do this once. He couldn't do it. She couldn't do it. And I'm done. I'm not going to repeat myself. If you can't get it the first time, you can don't let the door hitch in the rear end on the way out. What would you say to, to that kind of uh, person who's listening who feels like I should only have to tell you something once, but I have to tell you more than once? I don't need you. Chris, you yes. want to take this
1: first or you want me to grab it? I, I've got, got it. it distinct answer that I, I, I think resonates here. So I'll let you take it, take it first. Okay. Kind of,
0: cool. What our thoughts are. Yeah. So I think, I think it all kind of depends. Um, you running a business, you'll know, um, you, you do have to give people the benefit of the debt da- of, of the doubt. And especially if you can practice that patience of, 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 uh, teaching them a few times, um, that's going to, that's going to help you out. And it's also going to raise, it's going to be kind of like a, a tide. It's going to raise all of your employees. The more that, um, you can train them it 's just going to make everyone better because um, if you if you teach this employee three times, well their knowledge is 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 more which if there 's someone else struggling, they can bring up their level a little bit um, so uh, and then also you know we talked about your strengths uh, if you don 't have the patience to teach someone on the system first of all that 's okay you know that's that 's not your strength, so find. Who is it in your company that can uh, take that onus on them to be patient and to teach someone uh, three times um, or or you know multiple times and and just give them the patience? Um, another idea that I heard recently, and I thought this was, I thought this was a great idea. Um, and you can you can make this fun, or you can make this you can put them on as you know hot of a seat as you want. Um, But if you notice that maybe you have a handful of employees that just aren't grabbing the concepts that you're trying to teach, well, one thing that you can implement, and I know a lot of businesses that that have done this, you train on something once. If, If you really do just have the time to train on it once, you train on it once and you say, there's going to be a five question test or quiz at the end of this training. It's not anything super complex. It's just the, the foundation. But this is going to test to make sure that you are listening. And if you fail, well, guess what? You get to train it. You get to take this topic and train train it to the rest of the company. I heard that idea. I thought that was such a cool idea because uh, it really, it will, one, it will keep their attention a lot more because most of the time they're not going to want to train it um, or teach on it. But if they if they do fail it and they have to train it, that really is the best way to learn something is to have to teach it to someone else. That's when it really, really starts to solidify. So that's a way to kind of maybe, um, alleviate that pressure. Cause, um, a lot of people don't want to work under that stress of, I tell you once, and if you don't do it, you're fired. Um, that's not going to promote a healthy, a healthy work culture. Um, so, uh, I I thought that was I thought that was a fantastic idea of having them teach it cuz it's really going to solidify it for them. Like what you hear so far, make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. Want a free guide to secrets of simple growth automation? Head over to www.startsimplegrowth.com and click get started. We'll deliver our guide to your messenger. Plus, enter to win a free estimator chatbot.
1: Yeah. And Chris, I, I can't uh, agree with you more. And I think uh, I'm going to try to build upon that, but I love the idea um, as the leader of the company um, or the manager, whoever's leading. Um, I am going to keep coming back to this because I can't, I, I can't stress it enough. And I really believe in it is all problems in your business are leadership problems. So if you aren't mm-hmm. the trainer, you need to go out and just like Chris said, find the individual who is the trainer. Um, and, and one thing that and and I'm not going to be on a pedestal here and I'm going to expose some of the weaknesses that we've had in the company throughout the years um, that we've had to build on, you know, breaking that million mark and beyond. And it seems like the ones and threes, the numbers as you're going, those are the plateaus and the roadblocks um, that we all hit as business owners. But uh, one of the biggest things is going out and hiring and firing to the company's vision and the culture. And if you, as a leader, as you're scaling the business haven't set a very clear vision of where the company's going and what you stand for, um, that is a big problem when you're hiring. And I know what SA you guys do, I believe the Colby test as far as personalities, personalities, uh, making sure the person's a good fit. So you're not really hiring the first person through the door of the pulse. We're making sure this individual aligns with where the vision of the company's going. Yeah. Just,
2: so, just to clarify, because I know that uh, uh, Jason will talk to me about it if I don't clarify. Everybody who gets hired at SA takes the Colby test after they're, they're on staff. So it's not like a, a hiring and firing thing. It's like, how do we make sure that you end up in the best place for you at yep. SA? Uh, like make sure you fit in with your team and that you know your like, strengths and weaknesses in a way that helps you communicate and helps other people communicate with you. And that's uh, awesome. And, and I'm sure one of Chris's strengths is uh, in that
1: assessment, maybe training and listening and being able to, to ex, you know, explain those things. Um, so I, I think it comes down to hiring the right person and not hiring that first person through the door of the pulse. Um, if you're hiring the first person off, off the street and you train them once and they haven't picked it up, well, at the end of the day, that's your, your problem as a leader. You're, not, you're hiring the right person with the right skill set that's going to align to that vision, whatever that vision is. And the second thing is you're not having the right person train them if you're training themselves Uh, We've already hit upon you've got to do it multiple times. Each person's different too. So that Colby assessment lines right in there. So I've got some guys and girls on the team that we literally need to scream at. And they respond to that well. Mm -hmm. There's other people that we literally need to coddle and whisper in their ear and Mm -hmm. say, oh, it's going to be okay. And we, you know, this was a really good attempt. It was great, but we could try these things differently next time. And this is how we'll approach it. And we want to work with you to make sure you're better. Um, So I think knowing who you're training, the personality, how they interact and how they're best going to learn. And then setting them accountable and say, hey, you know, this is a skill set you may have to re- you know, retrain Susie on over here um, in a week. So we're, we're expecting you to pay attention to do those things. I think the combination of, of all three of us kind of talking about that, um, in, in the combination that is where the success happens. But nothing else drives me crazy is going on these Facebook groups, not necessarily the SA group, but some of these other industry-specific uh, lawn care groups specifically that um, people just think that, hey, I got a $10 an hour weed whipper and." They better work, and I'm gonna whip them with it, you know I'm gonna whip them with my belt so they work fast enough. Well, guys and girls, things have changed. There's three different types of leadership. One is with a stick. One's dangling with a carrot, and the other one is with love and uh, wanting to help each other out and grow together and that common vision. And, and sometimes leading with a stick will will work, dangling the carrot. But I think the most effective is aligning where the company's going with the employees and being on the same team and not being antagonistic. So. Um, I think on a higher level, and this usually isn't brought up in the service industry, if we can do that, that's where the training efficiency is going to happen in the buy-in. But if if you're you're just dangling that carrot or beating them over the back with a stick, trying to get through the day, um, it's not going to happen. So I think we need to, as business owners, address how we're training and how our goals are in the company, as well as the new millennial workforce, especially with the new H2B cap, um, different legislation. This government systems aren't going to be around forever. So we need to go out and be able to find... Um, workforce in this millennial uh, group that, that, that align, and They're worried about uh, lifestyle fit. It's not necessarily about the biggest paycheck. Um, obviously, that motivates a little bit. But once their general, needs, needs are met, um, that that doesn't motivate them. And I think going yep. right into what Chris was saying with the training, if we can get the training to align and have a higher purpose, it's going to be more successful.
0: So, Mike, you, you're reminding me of uh, there's, there's another concept, um, especially around... Working with millennials, um, again, this is another book um, called "Start with Why," and and I, I think the title of the book really really summarizes the concept, um, especially millennials. Um, speaking as a millennial, um, millennials really want to they they want to know they want to know the details and the facts um, and how to do it, but they also want to know why. Um, and maybe that wasn't something that that was so common just a few years ago. You could just say, "Do this," and it would be done. Um, thank you. Yeah, Simon Sinek. That, that's that's the guy. Um, he's he's really. If you want to kind of crack into the mind of the millennial, he is a fantastic author to um, read. He does a lot of TED talks. Um, if reading's not your style, um, he does. He's got a whole bunch of YouTube videos. That really will help you kind of understand the mind of the millennial in the workforce, um, but just just going back um, uh, just start with why uh the 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 more that you can just take the time to say, "Hey, this is how we do it um this is our uh you know quality assurance protocol, and here's why um and, and, and it might seem so basic to you, but that is going to go such a long way for your employees. If they can get behind your why, you being the business owner, if they can get behind your why, they're going to adopt it as their own philosophy and they will, they will die on that hill. <laughs> and if you can have employees that will die on your hill, the, the quality, the customer service is, is only going to uh, increase significantly. It
1: looks like Angie, what's going on, Angie? She says, the "why" drives me crazy, my teenager's favorite word. So yep. I mean, that's what we're getting into in, in this in this new workforce. Um, and I know, obviously, you've got a really compressed schedule there, Chris. I I, you know, I don't want to hold you on here forever. But one of the big things we were talking about pre-show is, um, is something near and dear to your heart, the 80-20 principle and how it relates to production yes. and sales, the Pareto principle. Um, I know that's something that you're really interested in. So if somebody hasn't heard about the 80-20 principle and – uh, what it's all about? Um, would you mind giving us some background on how that could relate to our business, as far as production in the fields and then maybe sales uh, in the office or even in the field for for the sales people?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, I love I love just I just love contemplating the eighty twenty principle because I I don't know how else to explain it except it's a phenomenon. It will the the, the more that you start looking into the eighty twenty principle or AKA the Pareto principle. Um, cause it was, it was created by, a, an Italian economist, Wilfrid Pareto. Um, and he, he recognized that 80% of the land in Italy was owned only by 20% of the population. Um, and so what's amazing is that it, it just doesn't stop there. Um, if you look at modern times, um, of the wealth is held by probably less than 20% of the population. You always hear about the, you know, the 1%. um, That very much falls into the 80-20 principle. So, there are discrepancies all over the place. So, if you can recognize those those discrepancies, you can leverage them. Uh, Meaning, 20% of your services will account for 80% of your revenues. 80% 80% of your complaints will come from 20% of your customers. Fire, fire them. <laughs> <laughs> Eliminate uh, 80% of your problem. <laughs> and what's funny is, so I, I, I did a talk uh, over this at um, the 2015 member conference. Um, and someone from... Five, the- it's now on sale. You can find your tickets at serviceautopilot.com slash conference. Gameless Shameless plug. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, we'll say it. So we said it twice. Cody, say it one more time so we can reiterate that it was a shameless plug. Uh, I'm going to do, do you one better. So if right you
1: on. have an SA5, <laughs> tickets are now live at a discount. Uh, book your hotel rooms uh, with the discount as well. Prices are going up, and the after party will be limited availability. If you have not been to it's an SA after also. party, you need to go. Uh, I think when You're fishing Patrick Hoffman out of the aquarium fish tank. Uh, <laughs> So uh, House of Blues, I believe it's this year, downtown Dallas, yep. Texas uh, comes complete with a ride on the bus um, in case you have too many kitty cocktails and uh, don't want to drive home. The bus will take you back. So I'm sorry to cut you off, Chris, but I wanted to uh, just highlight sa five. Absolutely stoked to um, you know, be a part of that coming up here.
0: Yeah, great plug. Um, so someone from the audience asked me whenever I said that um, 80% of the problems in your company are going to come from 20% of your employees. So they said, so I eliminate that 20% of my employees and then all of my problems go away. No, it doesn't work like that because it's a percentage. So as soon as you theoretically, we're not, we're not saying that you should just go and fire them immediately. Maybe you make them go through um, some extra steps of training and, and uh, uh, correct it. Uh, but even theoretically, if you were to fire them. Um. Well, that eighty—that it's just going to morph. So you get rid of that eighty percent of your problems from that twenty percent of the customer. It's just going to morph to a different twenty percent, and that's going to cause eighty percent of your problems. But what you're recognizing is that overall,
2: number of problems
0: exactly. So whether it's this big, you can see. I don't know if you can see my hands. Um, Whether (laughs) easier
2: to do a vertical.
0: Whether it's this I'll use my face whether it's this big um, it's going to be 80 80%, 80 percent 80 80 percent versus twenty percent whether it's this big it's going to be eighty percent versus twenty percent so the percentages will always stay there um, so that's with problems that's also with sales um, uh, opportunities and we also say that you know we, we always talk about customer service um, and everyone wants to provide I don't think anyone goes into business and says, I want to I give terrible customer service. No one says that. Cable companies. <laughs> what kind of companies? Cable companies say that. You might be onto something there. <laughs> um, but So no one says that, but what you, can, what you can recognize is, hey, let's figure out the 20% of my customers that make up 80% of my revenue and we can roll out the red carpet for them. We're not going to roll out the red carpet for everyone because maybe the red carpet includes sending them fudge at Christmas, um, sending them flowers on on an anniversary or something like that. But if you do that for a very select few, uh, you know, you're really taking care of the people who take care of you. Uh, so if you can recog- if, once you start to recognize those um, one you 'll be amazed with with how much it 's going to crop up in in your company uh, but it, it will just help you eliminate issues recognize opportunities um, and and honestly you 'll probably become a little bit obsessed with eighty twenty like I am because it is just one of those things you look at it everywhere and you're like you you look at Starbucks and you're like, I wonder which 20% of their products make up 80%. Like you feel like you almost have like this insight into these businesses because you can probably start to recognize what their, what their strengths are and how they're making most of their money.
1: Great, great perspective. And I know you've been to some of the regional events and I think Jonathan Toshnek, co-founder of Service Autopilot, um, doesn't necessarily talk about the 80-20 rule, but he, he talks about, um, Maybe getting him into those core offerings where there's there's least uh, hurdles, but then I think he's very very deliberate about upselling the most profitable using that eighty twenty. So maybe it's pest control or maybe it's your weekly or biweekly cleaning, home cleaning uh, scenario. But uh, I think Jonathan seems to be very deliberate looking at that eighty twenty to what services, the ancillary services, upselling because he knows that drives that bottom line revenue. It's not necessarily the top line revenue. But it's the bottom line revenue profit that's going to be driven uh, based on that percentage. So Mm -hmm. uh, if you haven't been to an SA regional event, really highly recommend going out to one. Uh, Martha Woodward of um, Quality Driven Software, one of the certified advisors, has got one uh, coming up, I believe, in Seattle, Washington, June 25th, 26th. Um, I haven't been able to commit uh, yes or no either way. uh, But Martha and Scott Howard are going to be there. Uh, Absolute knowledge bomb, as always. Um, but those teams will be there and Martha's going to be talking about quality, um, how to recruit, train, and onboard employees and training, similar to what we're talking about here. Um, and then Scott is going to be doing some training on SA systems. Not exactly sure if it's automations or just general SA knowledge, but he's always around uh, the other day to to help people out with Mm -hmm. general SA know-how and dive into the system need to be with them. So, um, just another free resource SA is putting out here coming up in the end of June. uh, If you haven't checked that out, absolutely free. Event and if it's like the other events, SA takes you out to uh, dinner and drinks on them to uh, build that community and, and have some more D conversations as well. That's a secret, uh, Mike. Oh, all right, it's a secret. Um, But anyways, as we're wrapping up, <laughs>
0: uh, Facebook won't tell anyone. No, absolutely not. <laughs> uh,
1: so as we're wrapping up here, Chris, you know, obviously, thank you for your time. Is there anything else that you would recommend uh, for people training? people in the field, in the office, um, in the you know ecosystem here, any t- any big takeaways, what would be the, the top three things you would recommend if we're, we're talking about threes here that you, when implementing a new training system or updating your training system processes for the SA members to get the best out of the training system? What would be the top three takeaways you'd like to share? Uh,
0: over, over communicate. Um, absolutely. Just assume assume that they know less. So so um you know if you're if you're thinking about starting here at the midpoint take a couple steps back. It, it it's going to you're going to avoid going down the wrong path so often if you just kind of take a step back and say um, we're going to go, we're going to go re- revisit the fundamentals, um, or visit the fundamentals for the first time. Um, speaking of fundamentals, uh, one other metaphor that I heard recently that I absolutely love. Um, so every year, um, the NFL, the, uh, MLB, basketball, every every single, well, really more NFL and MLB, they've got spring training every year. And these are the absolute best top professionals in the game, in the world, playing these sports. And what do they start with? They start with the fundamentals every single year. So revisit the, revisit those fundamentals. Hopefully... You know, being a leader, you sound like a broken rent record because you're you're saying the same thing day in and day out. Like Mike was saying earlier, they're able to complete your sentences. So over communicate. Um, and then two, explain it three times, explain it three times, explain it three times. So just um, just just know that just once uh, someone said it uh, in one of the comments earlier. Uh, don't just say it once and walk away nine times out of 10, that's not going to help unless you've got that one anomaly who can just hear it once and then just go do it. Um, I think that's pretty much considered a quick start in, in the Colby world. Um, maybe they have a high quick start and a high follow through. Um, and then finally, um, again, take the time. I know the, the why question, the, the, the W word, um, but if if you can take the time to explain the why behind it, it's really just going to let your employees see um, they're gonna they're gonna get behind you. They're gonna believe in your vision, in your in your spirit, uh, and it's just going to make it easier for them to follow through with with the tougher things. Uh, making sure quality, you know, taking that extra step of quality um, and uh, taking that extra step to make sure that customer service is good. Um, so those are those will probably be the three takeaways. I mean, there's so many takeaways that you can can go away with. Uh, but I think if you can focus on those three, um, you really will. Your employees will start to see you as as a very compassionate leader that inspires them, um, rather than someone who just micromanages them. You really want to empower your employees. Um, and then eventually it's going to get to the point where you can just tell them what you want and you can be surprised by the results. You don't have to uh, nitpick everything that they do. And it's really just going to be awesome just for you to sit back and just watch to see you know, how much they, they, they produce.
1: Love it. Um, so just to wrap it up, Chris, once again, thanks again. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Hopefully it wasn't too cramped in that coat closet over there. Cody stuck in. If anybody watching here live or recorded, uh, if you have any topics in SA that you want live Facebook training on, uh, simple growth as a certified advisor. And Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot here in a second. Um, Every Tuesday, possibly it's going to be at least once a week. We're going to get a set day, just like we do for the talk show uh, where myself, Mike Callahan uh, we're going to go live on Facebook and go over functions of SA. So uh, yesterday we went live for about an hour and 15 minutes teaching people how to build out estimates in SA. So we went over how to build an estimate document, an estimate template, an estimate email, and the estimate grid, that little tricky, little dynamic content thing when you pull that in. Um, but the whole point here is uh, we're not going to assume that you know everything about the system. We're going to get granular right down to the basics, uh, right up to the really advanced things such as automations in different follow-up sequences, two-way texting with conditional responses. You may have no idea what that means, but some really cool features in SA that we're really going to dive in and show you at no cost, live, how to make these things successful in your business. So each week, uh, we're staying committed to the SA community, the SA weekly talk show, and now uh, Simple Growth Live training um, on the Facebook page. So Chris, I'm going to put you on the spot as well as Scott Howard. Uh, Any interest in in helping us out here and there on some of these topics?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it was a tough sell. So <laughs> <laughs> I love the, I love this idea. It's, it's 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 a really really neat idea. So um, yeah, we'll, we can absolutely help out with this.
1: Awesome, and then, Cody, if you want, if you got the link there, we did set up a um, a Facebook page just for the SA Weekly Talk Show because a lot of people, uh, like David Long, if he's not watching, uh, what's up, David? I'm sure he'll be watching the recorded version. Um, but if, you, if the guys and girls are in the field, you work in the business, obviously, sometimes this time is not appropriate. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's tough to make it myself to carve this time out um, running, you know, two businesses here. But we're going to try to create an archive of all the Facebook SA Weekly Talk Show. Um, cut off the, a little bit,
2: but here so, I'll take off the
1: top. Uh, Cody's going to stick that up on the screen, but this page is strictly just for all the archives of all these videos. So um, we're going to have that on there. Uh, so check out the link below. We'll put it in the post, depending on Cody's availability of getting this up and live. So it looks like uh, Chris and I are. All all together. So next time we're gonna big boy mics. But anyways, uh, for watching Cody in the Lawn Care Millionaire Studios, Um, Chris in the accompanying coat closet, and uh, myself fighting fires here, uh, one truck at a time in New York today. Literally. Uh, Until next week, we will see you. Um, Keep an eye on the Facebook page. The date and time of the Essay Weekly Talk Show may be a little bit different next week. Um, I'm going to be out in Denver, Colorado, for the Lawn and Landscape Magazine Top 100 Conference. And I'm uh, going to probably hopefully get a couple people, um, who are in the top 100 companies, the whole United States and Canada, um, to share some knowledge on the SA weekly talk show. Um, so going out there to mingle, uh, do some networking, and hopefully get some great content experts of the top 100 companies in the whole United States and Canada to come and share how they built these massive companies, um, to 15 to 20 million and beyond in the process and systems and the training that they had. So, uh, hopefully we can get some like-minded entrepreneurs to hop on the show from, uh, that networking and the uh, invite I got to that conference uh, next week. So thanks again, guys. And, uh, until next week, we'll see you then. All right. All right. Take Bye. care.
0: Bye y'all. Thanks for having If you like this show, you might want to check out our resources at www.startsimplegrowth.com. While you're there, enter to win an estimator
2: chat bot. Mike Callahan is available for private coaching.